Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Hey, this is Jeff Stump Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. The Jeremiah Show. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Le donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore da bambino, veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché... Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, it's me, I'm back, it's Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge with Big Lou, and I have the honor of being the host of the Jeremiah Show today for our annual Thanksgiving Day show football round table and i'm super excited to be here we got a great group of guests here with us today so i'm just gonna jump right to it uh our first guest is a, a writer you know him from seinfeld curb your enthusiasm one of my favorites uh and for partnering with fx and howard stern for the baywatch spoof son of the beach since then he has been a writer and producer on my name is earl raising hope the millers kirby buckets and is currently a consulting producer on the Freebie Show Sprung. Tim Stack is with us. Tim, how are you? Thank yeah. You joining us. Yeah, good. Let's not forget Red, White, and Lou with Maz Jabrani. I don't want to forget that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love the Red, White, and Lou. Okay. that's I, I, I missed that part. That's awesome. So did so the rest of the world, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and then our second guest, um, you know, he took time out. He's in the car. He's on the phone with a longtime friend of mine. Again, comedian, actor, podcaster, author, husband, father, and like me, he cuts his own hair. Uh, you know him from the Axis of Evil comedy group, from the comedy special on Comedy Central, Maz Jobrani. Maz, what's going on, Maz Papi? How are you? I'm good. You also know me from Red, White, and Lou. <laughs> you know, uh, just so you guys also know, Maz has also appeared in numerous films, television shows, including Better Off Ted. He's on radio and in comedy clubs and even has his own podcast, Back to School with Maz Jobrani. Be sure to check him out. And our third and final guest to round off the round table, uh, again, international comedian, actor, host, television and radio personality, entertainer of African-American and Persian descent. That's an interesting combination right there. I'm excited to talk more with him about it. Uh, Tehran is in the round table with us. Tehran, how are you, man? Good to see you. Makes for a very interesting barbecues. I just want to let you know that. Second of all, uh, Jalen, I want to mention that you forgot to mention the word supermodel. That's like, really, I'm really pushing. I'm pushing the supermodel brand. Like. I've realized personality only gets you so far. Looks. That's what's important in this world today. Thank you, social media. Thank you, Instagram. Looks. That's all that matters. By the way, I'm going to start twerking. I'm going to start twerking. Oh, Lord. That's the New Year's resolution. That is exactly it. Now, now let me say that. I will say this, Teron. You might not recall, but we had an opportunity. We met once a few years back at one of Maz's shows uh, when he came out with his book, I'm not a terrorist, but I play one on TV. Um, and that's one of my favorite books. That's an amazing book as well. But we did have a chance to meet in person uh, way back then. And it's good to see that you're still uh, 
making people laugh and twerking. That's, that's I appreciate awesome. you, Jillian. And just to let you know, I remember every black person I meet. I just want to let you know that that's actually a thing. <laughs> Deron, Deron, just so you know, Deron, I'm, this is Maz. I'm in audio. I'm not in video. You keep calling Lewis Jalen. I'm guessing, Lou, you have your kid's name on your on your <laughs> Zoom. Man, you know what, Moss? I'm still technically challenged. I'm, I think I'm the last person to have a MySpace page. Um, Lewis? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm yes. so sorry. I'm so yes. sorry. No, no, that's been... fine. Thank you, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my son is just as cute as I am, so I'll take being called him all day. That's, that's okay. what's up. That's what's up. This doesn't help the fact that people try to say that we all look the same. I'm so sorry, Lewis. I'm so no, sorry. No, you know what? He's got us both beat. He has green eyes, so he has. We, we you know, we're missing in that part right there, but. Uh, Shout yeah. out to Maz, by the way. My brother Maz, we're coming back off a tour. We've been touring, touring, touring. And he's on the road yeah, again. I feel like I feel like this is an episode of This Is Your Life because I know all you people from different places. So That's funny. Louis Lou used to Lou used to I used to train with Lou. <laughs> Lou is a is a, a radio personality, but also super fit former football player. So he used to take me out for an hour and and just you know kill me and make me like my legs would hurt for, for weeks and weeks but it was good and, and the answer was always you gotta ice it you gotta ice it so <laughs> I used to ice it a lot with Lou and then Tehran is uh, Tehran and I tour together but Tehran started stand up uh, when I was I was in DC and he was this uh, nightlife personality who would always come hang out at the shows and he was really good in front of people and, and he goes can I get up on stage I go go for it and he got up and then I said, uh, you got to, if you're serious, you got to move out to L.A. So he moved out to L.A. He's been doing it for over 10 years and he's on the road with me. He's like my younger brother or, or now that I'm older, he's, he's kind of like my son. So you got my son, you got my trainer, and then you got Tim Stack, who yeah, came him. into my life because he had an animation uh, uh, project called uh, Red, White, and Lou. And we worked on it together and we, we had... Uh, Courtney Cox and we had a great cast and I think that we did a great job but uh, the world hasn't seen it yet so you're my future Tim you are my future well, well we're know. not giving up on that and uh, yeah we have one of the guys who one of the co-writers on it too guy Jim Stein has a lot of money and he's trying to buy the project back so there you go we'll see what happens Good to have rich friends. And then Jeremiah of course you know what? He is single. my oh. buddy as well so Jeremiah has always had me on his radio show i'm not quite sure where where people hear this but it's fine we still we get together and talk moz we've grown quite a bit but moz comes on the show but at, at the end when we hang up he's like when are you gonna send me that check i keep doing the show until i get no money yeah, yeah. i can yeah. tell when i call him and i text it takes a little longer for him to, <laughs> to pick up. Jeremiah, i've made i've made as much money from these as i had on red white and loose so i'm, 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 making, money, I'm making no money everywhere well, you know, in the interest of you guys having this show that's red, white, and Lou, I'm still waiting on my part to come into that since I am Lou. Um, yes, you are. <laughs> that's actually a great point. We'll By the way, later. Big Lou, just to let you know, now that, because before I lied, I didn't remember you, until Ma said, you're the Lou that used to train him and tell him to ice it. Now I know everything about you. I remember everything about you. I remember yeah, everything about you. Maz, you know, the, the big joke isn't it? We'll get, we'll get, we'll get right to it. Is as soon as I broke my leg, a bunch of my clients all texted me. They kept saying the same thing. Just ice it, ice it. So, you know, it, it yeah. came back full. Lou, full I'll tell you, show. it's funny, Lou, because I, I, um, I, you know, once in a while, again, Lou is a serious athlete. So he'd have me doing those like kettlebells and all this stuff. And, I was constantly like, oh, I'm losing my back. And it was ice it, ice it. And then I remember I went, I, I think I was with Tehran. We were in Arizona doing a show. And I bought those little heat pads that you put on, or, you yeah. know, the, the Velcro heat pads. So I had one of those on, on stage. And it was hot. And I'd been drinking tequila. And oh, I just yeah. remember at one point doing my joke. And I swear to God, I think I felt like, I started like rocking forward in, in the circles. Like I thought, I was like, I'm going to fall into the crowd right now and pass out like i was that close because i was i think i was overheating cool it down with some ice and tequila baby what you know Maz, it's the same concept of, of drinking alcohol and sitting in a jacuzzi you know you, you get yeah, just a exactly little, it hits you just yeah. a little bit more a little bit differently if you will you guys yeah, might I wonder think, why i'm here with all these great 
uh, talented people. Um, I'm here to keep time. And so, Lewis, I, I want to tap into your, the referee. You, you have two minutes left with Moz. Okay. Well, you know what, guys? Listen, it, it's the Thanksgiving Day show. We got all these great games coming on. And, and so uh, it, there's a full slate of family, food, and football Thanksgiving. And, and so the first game coming out is going to be Buffalo heading to Ford Field to take on Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Uh, then following that up, we got Daniel Jones and the, and the New York G-Men taking on Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. And to close out the evening is going to be Mac Jones and the famed, soon-to-be Hall of Fame coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots taking on Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. So, Moss, for you, since you're the first one, y'all know you got to go quickly. I just want to kind of get to it real quick. Who you got, Moz? Uh, first game, Buffalo and Detroit. Who you got? Well, you know, uh, simultaneously, the World Cup is happening. So I think some European team is going to beat some South American team in the first <laughs> game of the day. And then uh, second game of the day, there's going to be some African team is going to upset some colonialist team who, <laughs> who went to their country, took, tried to take their players, but they came back in the World Cup and beat them. And then the third game, I'm going with the Cowboys. you go going with the Cowboys. Oh, you know, okay, fair enough. And, and let me ask you this, Maz, real quick. Your favorite Thanksgiving Day food to eat while watching sports is? Oh, wow, that's a tough one. Uh, well, you know, we're Persian, so usually uh, we, have, like, we have a turkey that nobody touches. I'm going to go right to Tehran's favorite, Fesenjun. So ter- I'll, let, I'll let Tehran tell you about Fesenjun. I got to get off, but I love you all. I wish I could be on longer. Tehran, tell them about Fesenjun. Done. We'll get that. We will get to that. Matter of fact, Tehran, you can just go ahead and jump on right now, Tehran, and, and start with that right there, and then we'll go ahead and get your, your game day picks for us. I got the picks for you all the, all the way. Number one, let me explain what Fesenjun is. It's a traditional Persian ancient cuisine. Now, I personally don't like it, but a lot of people love it. And to be very fair, it's this wonderful rice base with this gold saffron, which is a very expensive spice covering. And then they go because <laughs> it's gold. <laughs> diarrhea all over it and i hate it okay it looks horrible it looks horrible but people love it people absolutely love it timothy what did you ask him you said it's real gold that's what makes it expensive well that's it's persian you know they love the gold you know how that works right that is how that works. they go they always go for the gold they end up with nothing but they go for the gold that's what makes it important <laughs> Okay, so Teron, your picks, your picks for for Thanksgiving. Who you got? Buffalo first, or Detroit? First game, I got Detroit Lions winning the game, hundred percent. Really, over Buffalo? Over the Buffalo Bills, who are probably going to go to the Super Bowl. Now, let me tell you why. Because everyone knows the Buffalo Bills are going to win that game. But if the Detroit Lions win that game, that's how that's how crazy my call was. My pillow fell over, like it fainted. <laughs> it was like no way. If Detroit wins that game and people hear that I called it, I'm now like a now I'm like a fortune teller. I am a savant when it comes to sports. So I'm making I'm making that undercall, undercard, undercall call right now. Wild. Done. You know what? We're gonna play tennis with this. I'm gonna volley that same question over to Tim. Tim, who who you what do you think? Bills or Lions? It's gotta be the Bills, because the Lions are a team like from the World Football League. Any of anybody who grew up in the seventies remembers the World Football League. Like that's how they play. That said, Buffalo. I don't know what was going on with them last week. I mean, that looked like a, like a Santa Barbara YFL game my son used to play in. So, but I Bill's got to win. Bill's got to win. Now I, I got to say I don't know if you can see Teron on on Tim's hat. He's he's. It sounds like he's a loyal Eagles fan. So. I want to just take a quick turn so that I know we have a little bit of time now. I want to take just a little little slight turn, if you will, and, and ask him his thoughts on after the Eagles went down uh, last week, that last week. They were the Eagles I grew up with. Like the 8-0 Eagles, I don't know where they – the Eagles I watched my whole life growing up. And weirdly, I'm also a Giants fan, which says something about my personality. But uh, a lot about you, by the way. It does say a lot about you. You're passive aggressive. I just want to let you know that. That was a real thing. Yeah, you got to talk to my wife about that. She's always bringing that up. Yeah. yeah, So uh, the Eagles, they just look like the old Eagles. Like you, they're playing great, and then 
boom, they do something stupid. And that fumble was ridiculous. And if had he not fumbled, they go on and win that game. And I disagree with you, Timothy. I disagree with you, Tim Stack, my man. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Best thing to happen to the Eagles was them yeah. losing to Washington Commanders. Best thing. I don't do- Take off that plate of being undefeated. Take off that stress. Take off the idea of playing your players every week to try to keep that undefeated role going. Now you can rest some players. You're not worried about it. You're clinching your division. You're clinching home field. And everyone knows playing in Philadelphia is the most dangerous thing ever. It's going into enemy territory all the way. They have you, a prison grow up in there. the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real thing. They have a prison. Oh, yeah. It's the only NFL stadium that has an actual jail right in the stadium <laughs> because the fans there are so extreme. That's, uh, that's downstairs, and you, you get arraigned just like that. They take you down there, they arraign you, they rest you, you spend a little time in the cage, and then they send you out to the parking lot. And you sound like a person who's had that experience. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, this is what I'm talking about. You sound like you earned that hat. You earned that hat. Yeah, my son and I had a good day that day. That was fun. That's amazing. All right, guys, moving to the next game. Uh, and just side note, I got to go with Toronto. I'm taking the Detroit Lions as well to knock off the Bills. I think they got a little comfortable right now and need to uh, get knocked back down to earth, if you will. But the Bills will be in the Super Bowl uh, come hell or high water. That said, moving on to the next game, the Giants and the Cowboys. Teron, go. So when you're playing a divisional rivalry game, things go crazy. And I'll say something. I think that the Giants come out with the win. I think that the Cowboys are sometimes problematic when it comes to these big games at times. And I think that Dak Prescott, while he's very good, hasn't shown me he's as good as everyone thinks he is. Tim, the follow-up. Yeah, yeah, no, I, everything uh, Teron said makes sense. And, and what you said about the Eagles losing, too, that really makes sense. But with the Cowboys <laughs> and the Giants, I, I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys more than Maz's wife, and she's Indian. So I was hoping Maz would be around for that joke. <laughs> the wrong type of Indian, Tim Stacks. The wrong oh, type of Indian. Oh, I'm so wrong sorry. Wrong type of Native American, my friend. Oh. <laughs> people. But it does go to say something. I did grow up in D.C., so everything I would say is counter to the Cowboys. I do want to say that right now. <laughs> oh, they really hate the Cowboys in D.C. No, I think the Giants go in. I think the Giants are a really good team. I think they're really well coached. and But the Cowboys are starting to come back. I, I think it's going to be a thriller, but I think the Giants win. You know, if, and, and I'll throw my, my, my two cents in as well. I'm actually in agreement with both of you. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the Cowboys. I'm a less fan of Dak Prescott. Um, and not sure why. I don't really have a, a, a big reason why, to be quite honest with you. It's just for whatever reason for me, Skill-wise and eye test, eye test being what I see on TV, it just doesn't do it for me. Uh, and the Cowboys have like the not as bad as the Raiders, but they're starting to pick that up. Is they will always they've always let me down later on, like in the season, and that's probably because I'm just making the wrong bets when I make those bets and I take the Cowboys, knowing that I should not. Uh, I probably jinx myself in that respect. Um, but you know they're hurting a lot. The defense is great, offense not so much right now. They're having trouble putting points up on the board. Um, and if you can't put points up on the board, your defense is going to get tired eventually and guys are going to start attacking you. And there's something in the water in New York in terms of the Jets and the G-Men. They both have been playing an a, amazing football this year. Uh, we still have quite a few games left in the season. We'll see if they can continue that run. Moving on to the game to close. Hey, sorry, for, for whatever it's worth, just jumping in on Dak Prescott. Yeah. A bunch of us here are in Santa Barbara. And my son was hanging out at the Miramar Hotel. Don't ask me why, because he wouldn't be able to afford a drink. But Dak Prescott was there. Could not have been nicer. Took pictures with everybody. Signed autographs. Signed ball. You know everything. Could not have been nicer. Whether that helps him on the field, I don't know. But uh, anyway, good you know, guy. I, I will say this, and and just to piggyback off of that, Tim, real quick, and and I want to put this out there for all the listeners and people who will be watching and listening to this podcast. Uh, in that there's this stigma that, you know, football players are these big, mean, evil, damaging guys. And <laughs> most of them, if you ever had an opportunity to meet them outside of their craft, um, they are the nicest, most humble people 
um, that you could want to meet. And, you know, I want to believe most of them understand what they have the luxury of doing for, for a profession, which is playing a game, playing football. Uh, That's and actually take, a great point you made. Lou, they take it very you. serious. They take it very serious. And, you know, it, it really sets them up for success later in life. You know, obviously, assuming they manage their money right, hopefully they make it through and, you know, injury doesn't play a role and hurts them such a way that they can't go on beyond football uh, and continue to do things on another level. Um, and I, I just want to make sure that people understand, like, these big guys, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, some of them are 6'8", you know, 350, 400 pounds, you know, it, they, they give what they get. And if you just treat them with respect, they're more than happy to do the same. They are all, you know, all giving back into their communities, uh, their charities that they all work with and, and give back to. So just keep that in mind, guys, when you see them on the field and then you see them off the field. You know, they're humans just like all the rest of us, uh, and they, they hurt just like we do at times. No, it's true, Lou, and I'd like to tell you that actually the person who let me know that football players are actually really nice, sweet, charming people was my ex-girlfriend. Every time she cheated on me with one, she would tell me how nice a guy they were, <laughs> how amazing, like when she would just like go. And I, I just, I was like always, I was always uh, just inspired by their kindness, you know? And one of, actually, hold, wait, are you Big Lou? Big Lou. Uh-oh. I know you. He, she said you were the kindest, sweetest one. She said you were the kindest, sweetest one. She said you were so gentle. So thank you for that. Thank that you for being that person. Funny. Yeah, hey, are funny. you Big Lou who sells insurance on radio? <laughs> no, I let that go. But if they're still running my ads, I need to get paid for that. <laughs> That's a real thing. By the way, just going back to this nice football character, I love nice characters, but I'll tell you this. Brett Favre allegedly stole $250 million in PPP loans, and that guy was a great quarterback. Like, if I have to choose between nice guy <laughs> losing on field and mean guy but wins, I'm so sorry. During the time, as long as it's not criminal, I'm choosing mean guy all the t all the way. I'm letting you know right now. During the season, I'm choosing mean guy. You know, I want the guy. Like I go up to him, hey, can I take a picture? Punches me in the face, but wins the Super Bowl. I'm like, yo, I deserve the black guy. I deserve it. <laughs> but, you, know, you, you can run with that one forever. That guy won a Super Bowl, and look, he punched me in the face. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, look, this one, I I, I try to take away his focus. This guy was uh, he was just there trying to get with my ex girlfriend. Good for him what was i doing wrong <laughs> what what could i have done better you know i will say one of the things that that people don't understand with some a lot of our professional athletes is they're very light switch-esque and what i mean is especially with football players is knowing how to flip that switch when they're on the field and having the ability to turn it off when they're off the field and the ones who are best at that are the nice ones that you actually hopefully get an opportunity to meet get an autograph from take a picture with uh, and do your research. A lot of these guys are doing great things in the communities that they're uh, from involved with. Uh, and you'll be actually very surprised to see how great of people they really are. Moving to the last game, uh, Bill Belichick, soon to be in the Hall of Fame, sooner than later, my, in my opinion, first ballot Hall of Famer as a coach, uh, New England Patriots and the Minnesota Vikings. Tim, let's run with you first on this. Who you got in this game? Uh, I got to go with the Vikings because they seem to be like the weird freak team of the century like they keep winning and winning winning i don't think the patriots are that good the thing i'm saddest about is that the game will be played indoors and there's nothing like seeing what belichick is going to wear what weird lord of the rings hood and <laughs> sleeves cut off but it and it's steaming rain and he's walking around <laughs> kind of mumbling to himself and not yes. aware of the weather. Anyway, I'm going to miss that. You know, there was uh, on one of the sports books. Uh, I don't know if it is this year, but I know if the years past the sports books, they used to have a prop bet on what Bill Belichick was going to wear in, in certain games. Like obviously in that run of New England, when they were in the Super Bowls, there'll be a prop bet as to how he was going to wear his hood, sleeves on, sleeves yeah. off. Uh, and now Thanksgiving, I'm wondering if there's going to be a prop bet on what Bill Belichick's going to wear, uh, uh, you know, in that game as well. So, yeah, no, he, and he, sometimes he looks like it's cut off, like he's in the film Castaway, like it's torn off, <laughs> like the like the sea has worn away his clothing, Damn. and he's walking around mumbling to himself. I, you know, and I don't even think the headphone 
is connected to anything. I think he keeps it on there so it looks like he's talking to somebody, but he's really talking to himself. Yeah, you know, if it, it probably if if it's not connected and people knew that he was just talking to himself, he would definitely be committed to a, a different situation. That means <laughs> no doubt. So, Ron, what's your thoughts? Patriots okay. or the Vikings? Um, in order to be a contrarian, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I do think the Minnesota Vikings are this year's wild card team. I think they have a lot of tools, and once they click, they're going to go very far. But Bill Belichick is a genius and i don't know yeah. how to express this without saying even and every and even though he, he isn't winning without tom brady tom brady was just the best piece that he had on the board he's still winning with much lesser pieces by the way this is a dismantled team the fact that he's even in a in a contention for anything needs to show how much praise he has. He's basically coaching the '80s Clippers to championships somehow. <laughs> That's really what he's doing. Like he's he's a genius. And there was something special about Belichick Brady. There was something special. Like I remember every time Tom Brady, every time Tom Brady missed the pass, like just something happened, they'd be like, oh, it looks like it's done. And every year he would just get to the Super Bowl and have an underwear commercial every year. Just every <laughs> year he was out there just making it all the way, you know? Look, so, for, for those of you who may be unaware that's listening and for our guest in, here in, in the Jeremiah show today, you know, there's a saying in football, defense wins championships, you know, and, and that's what Bill Belichick has done, you know, his entire career in my most humble opinion. Uh, and when him and Brady were together with the Patriots, I always said it was the best marriage possible. You have the greatest defensive mastermind, if you will, who stayed in his lane. And then you have, in essence, the greatest offensive coordinator who happened to be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots at that time in Tom Brady. Um, and they respected each other to the highest in what they did. Uh, it's unfortunate that that marriage had to come to an end, but you know, all good things come to an end at some point. Uh, and this is where we are today. And Bill Belichick is still doing amazing things with the pieces that he does have. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, but I want to believe that they're going to figure it out. And the end of the football year is going to be super exciting. Um, stay tuned. Do not miss any of it. So I want to go back to Thanksgiving things and what we are all thankful for. So I want to open with you, Tim. What's your favorite, wow. your favorite Thanksgiving Day food to eat on Thanksgiving or while watching football on Thanksgiving? Favorite Thanksgiving food the next day when all the Thanksgiving foods become one food. Like you take the turkey, the stuffing, the peas and everything, and it becomes like a weird casserole unto itself. And then I still will then heat up gravy and pour that over that concoction. And I love that. And then I'll watch some college game that day, too, on Friday, because there's usually some game, some weird college game on that Friday, you know, like West Virginia, somebody. Anyway, that's that's what I love about food wise for Thanksgiving. Good answer. West Virginia. Hey, Rob, what about you? Your favorite Thanksgiving Day food? I know you started a little bit. Uh, uh, Moss, Moss laid it out there for you a little bit, so I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish it now. I, I hate the I hate the pheasant, June, but I do love Persian food. Uh, the thing I'm most thankful for is that Jeremiah hasn't said a word. I'm just actually I'm extremely thankful for this. <laughs> Jeremiah hasn't made anything. I feel like Jeremiah is sitting there placing bets. I really feel like that's what he's been doing the whole time. He's on one of those sites, like just placing bets, like. Basically analyzing the things we're saying and going, yup, this, the radio is just not paying it anymore. Let's put, let's put a little bit of Bitcoin left. Let's put that on the bills. You know, the food I'm going to be most thankful for on Thanksgiving, as cliche as it might sound, is the turkey. Uh, because it's the only day you can reasonably eat turkey and not be labeled a socio-psychopath. Like, it's the only day you can be like, hey, every what are you eating for dinner tonight? Turkey. Because if I ordered turkey somewhere else, I'm unless it's in a sandwich, like a turkey sandwich, I'm just really just like borderline Dexter, you know? Borderline <laughs> Dexter. No, turkey sandwich, you can get turkey and cheese sandwich is very normal. But if if you were out with someone and there was like you were you went to like a nice steakhouse or you went to somewhere and, and they were like, yeah, what do you have as far as your turkey menu? <laughs> Literally, you'd be like, mm, 
okay, I'm going to end up in a Dateline episode someday down in the future. Like, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm just letting everyone know, if you go out on a date and someone orders turkey, run. Just order, run. You know who used to love turkey? Jeffrey Dahmer. That is the thing. I, I don't have, I don't have proof, but I feel like it was in the Netflix documentary somewhere. So that's what he was looking for. He was looking for turkey that night, and he said, I can't find any. So I'm going to get this prost male prostitute instead. That's what he was like. Oh What's, the other dark <laughs> What's the other dark? Yeah. And so I'm just letting <laughs> you know, the turkey, the turkey is what I'm, I'm most grateful for. And then the second one is gravy. But gravy actually makes everything <laughs> taste good. Like if you pour oh, gravy so on Tim Stack's mashed up leftover casserole, it tastes good. You put gravy, yeah. you know, you put you pour gravy on anything, pour gravy on Brussels sprouts. You can pour gravy on uh bananas banana pudding you can pour gravy on any just anything you can think of you just pour some gravy on that you know so, don't put you know, any sugar and, on me pour some gravy on me okay uh -huh. ron it's funny what you said about turkey like not you can only eat it on one day when i was a kid we had a diner you know we used to have diners and i remember going to the diner with my mom and i wanted they had turkey on the menu like mashed potatoes gravy and turkey. this is in june or something and I wanted to order and she was like, you can't. No, 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 no. You don't. You wait till Thanksgiving for that. So the anticipation, too, of turkey on Thanksgiving really means something. It's like a buildup to that one delicious meal. Or your mom was preventing you from being a serial killer. And you should thank, <laughs> thank, you should thank <laughs> thankfully you were raised right, Tim. That's what I'm saying. You could have went the other way. And you were already halfway there because you were a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So <laughs> I had to get canceled. Okay, I have to ask. Now, I, uh, I, I love my turkey. I like ham more than I do turkey. Um, but one of my big debates during Thanksgiving time is which which is the bigger favorite? Which one do you like more? Uh, pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie. So I've never had ham in my life. Okay. Two out of three major religions don't eat pork. I've never had pork. I've never had ham. And by listen, I don't know about ham, but bacon looks amazing. I'm not gonna lie. Bacon, bacon even sizzles like Come eat me. It looks it looks amazing. But I've never had pork. So I've only had the turkey. I've never had pork. As far as pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie, I'm gonna choose sweet potato pie. I think Big Lou understands why. I think it's it's a it's a thing. Uh I don't want to make this a bigger thing than it is, but just remember everybody, sweet potato pie. Black Lives Matter. That's all I'm saying. Let, <laughs> let, let me just whatever you want to think. Just whatever say, you want to think. Let me just say all we're still pie waiting. Pie. I'm just letting you know. We're still waiting for Big Lou's sweet potato pie. Big Lou. I don't think it exists. I know. You know. You know. So I'm. I'm it's a myth. My, my sister will be doing the sweet potato pie this year. Uh, my mom, bless her heart, she's still with us, but she's a little old. Her bones are a little too frail to be whipping things up in that nature. So my sister has taken control um and i will make sure dr d and jeremiah you get that southern style sweet potato pie from the house this time no dr d don't get excited uh, jeremiah don't get i can already tell by the way jeremiah uh, by the way lou set that up you're not getting anything big lou has said that exact same word for word every single uh, this, every thanksgiving day. yeah now I can tell you, I, I that also, was the that was the equivalent of no baby I can change. <laughs> that was literally the equivalent speech. I just want to let you know it was no. the same tone, the same like mannerisms. It was delivered the same way, like with the sincerity that you know is extremely performative in nature. I'm just letting you all know. Yeah, no, you. I I will say I want to I want to echo what what Teron was saying about bacon. I'm a huge fan of bacon. I cut my arm one time. I put a strip of bacon on it. It healed in like 15 minutes. I love bacon <laughs> that much. Matter of fact, I had a bacon sandwich for lunch today. Oh, um, amazing! Tim, your thoughts? Yes, sweet potato pie. Uh, well, I am, Pumpkin as pie. you can see in here, extremely Caucasian. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> Tim, I just want to let you know, I don't see color. I just want to let you know. I just want to let you know. No, literally, I'm colorblind. I'm so sorry. And, and your screen's dark. Pumpkin you... pie, if that gives it away at all. I love pumpkin pie. I, and, and that's the one thing. I do eat pie a lot. Jeremiah, last time when I was at the station, 
brought in one of those pumpkin loaves from, and he said, hey, you want a pumpkin loaf? Normally, I would never say like, yeah, yeah, sure, but it's pumpkin. So I grabbed it. I took it home and I ate it in the car on the ride home. I love that stuff. I love pumpkin pie. I'm going to be very it. honest. Pumpkin loaf does not sound appealing. It doesn't sound oh. like, maybe I don't know what it is. Maybe that, but if someone was like, hey, you want a pumpkin loaf? I'd be like, yo, listen, bro. I don't know what kind of German <laughs> stuff you're into, but I'm not into that. I would, I would I'm not into that. I don't want this. Well, now I know now, what trust my me, you pumpkin go to, You go to Starbucks and have a cup of coffee and a pumpkin loaf. It's a delicious meal. <laughs> what, Jer- Jeremiah, what did you just say? I said, well, now I know where the pumpkin loaf disappeared to. Hilarious. was <laughs> <laughs> in his briefcase. Now, I will say this. Tim, if you've never had it, because I know you're in Santa Barbara, Toronto, you have to get one sent to you unless you happen, you happen to be in the area. Jeremiah's mom, I, I refer to her as Mother Dizzle. She makes the most amazing apple pie. Oh. Out of this world. Like, if you're running short on fuel trying to get to the moon, Eat some of that apple pie and you'll make it and have enough to get back round trip. No doubt about it. I do love myself okay. some good apple pie. Yeah. Nothing like apple pie and, and then a scoop of ice cream on top. Do we have, what is it, uh, apple pie a la mode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the technical term? That's Way to it. get yeah. French all of a sudden, Big Lou. Way to get French. Yeah, this so- is turning into a cooking show. <laughs> I thought it was about football. It's supposed to be straight. Come on. This is what we do with football. We we sit around and we eat. And this is the one day, and I, I want this to everyone who's watching and listening to this. Thanksgiving Day, it's the one day minus your birthday that you can eat. It's guilt-free eating day. So me being in the fitness industry and having all these clients and everyone starts asking me, you know, how am I supposed to eat and what should I do? I'm like, you know what? Enjoy yourself. Don't go. You can't go into Thanksgiving, right? The the greatest food day of the year with food restrictions. That's, that's kind of, that's counterproductive to me in, in my most humble opinion. I don't yeah, know. What I, you guys, do, I do think you, the Heart Association, the Diabetes Associations of America disagree with you. <laughs> I appreciate you very much, Big Lou. I just want to say that I take no credit for the statement Big Lou just made. I just want to make sure no one sues me. And it's like, I just, I, they said to eat as much as we want. And now heart attack. Like, that's not that's not well, the well, point of this. The uh, views me, expressed are not necessarily those of. <laughs> thank you, Dr. D. Thank you, Dr. D. Let me let me clarify. I never said eat as much as you want. I'm just enjoy the things that you don't normally get to enjoy. So thank if that's you. a whole sweet potato pie like myself, I have two that I'm going to eat. You know, it's a sweet potato pie sandwich. I take a slice of sweet potato pie and put it in between two more and have a bite. It's amazing. I recommend it to everyone. <laughs> okay. Take a sweet potato pie, put some bacon in between. You put some, okay, ice cream a la mode. I get it. Uh, can you give us the views views of this thing again, Dr. D? Can you give us the views again? Uh, these views are not necessarily those of the staff management ownership or advertisers of this program. Thank you so much, Dr. D. Thank you. I just want to make sure. Got to have a disclaimer. You know, uh, we got to put it in the blender and that way you just get it all done and just drink it. Oh, my God. I don't know about that. So, uh, Big Lou, Mama Dizzle is making pies right now. Should I? How many do you guys want? Sure, (laughs) I'd love one. Taking orders. Fantastic. Hey, Ron, I got you down for one. That's a real thing. That is a real thing. Yes, it is. Pies make the world better. They do. Remember, pies make the world better so much. Paula Dean got in trouble. Got in trouble for being racist, and then people were like, "Yeah, but if you had her pie," and then we just kind of <laughs> forgot about it. We literally just forgot about it. That is a real thing that happened in the world. Okay, mm. Paula Dean got in trouble. She didn't even really apologize. She was just like, "Yeah, it was back in the day. I don't know. That's how we all talk." And we were like, "That's so wrong of you, Paula." Oh, mm? oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um. and we just literally forgot about it. That is a real thing, and I I, I respect it for it. I'm waiting to see a good movie, like a good gangster movie, where there's this, we have to sit down and have a talk over some wine or over a drink and, and work this out. But instead of wine or a drink, I want to see them sit down over a piece of pie and work out their, and work out their situation. <laughs> Guys, you know, real quick, I want to put this out there for every... Go ahead, Jeremiah. Tim's going to write that one. Tim will write that scene. That would be amazing. Listen, I want to put this out there for, for people who are listening and watching the show. Uh, we didn't get a chance to get it before Maz had to had to cut out. You know, Maz is traveling, as we all know. But I wanted to put Maz Jobrani's social media out there. You can follow Maz Jobrani at mazjobrani.com. 
That's M-A-Z-J-O-B-R-A-N-I.com. He's on Twitter at Maz Jobrani. You can also find him on IG at Maz Jobrani. Tim, why don't you give us all your social media info? I don't. I don't have a lot. I'm on Twitter at uh, at TV's Tim Stack, which was the name of the character I played on uh, My Name is Earl. That's kind of it for me. But also watch the show Sprung. It's on Amazon Freebie. You can find it through Amazon. Super easy. Really I'll funny I'll be very show. honest, Tim. I yeah. didn't expect you to even have Twitter. You used to go to diners as a child. So I didn't really expect you to have any technology. You have surprised me. This is why boxes are meant for things and not people. Thank you so much, Tim, for renewing my faith. <laughs> Teron, what's your social media and how can people keep up and follow you? Any shows that you have coming up soon so we can get there and see you live, man. I, you know, I just sitting here with you now, like I'm trying to keep it together and not lose it. So like, like with my facial expressions here, but so in person, I know it has have to be a bigger riot than it is right now. I appreciate you. Jeremiah has been to shows and I'll tell you this. Uh, Follow me at I am Tehran all across the board. That's I-A-M-T-H-R-A-N. And I have a show at the Laugh Factory every single Thursday. The Laugh Factory right there. World famous Laugh Factory in uh, in West Hollywood. Every single Thursday. It's Tehran Thursday. It's been an amazing show. It's like one of the premier shows at the Laugh Factory. So make sure to come through. And my name is Tehran, like the capital of Iran. So if you don't know how to spell it... Uh, you can just watch Fox News. Literally, they talk about me every day. Literally, I'm, I'm on Fox News every single day. They bring up my name. So never mind that it's written on my hat. Just literally turn on the news. I like that he's, I, I he's see, both I, a comedian and a location. I like he's, a, he's both a comedian and a location on the map. I'm a geocomic. You can I've find me on guys Blaze. together. Sorry. <laughs> I've seen Tehran and Maz together. It's a it's a fantastic show. The story you tell about your dad, I, we can't do it, but about your dad and Magic Johnson is I've told so many people like you have to see this guy and tell this story like that's that's worth the ticket alone. But then it's a whole other show. It's you guys are great. You're great. Anyway, really, really fun. And yeah, I feel like show. when I when I met you at Moz's show back back when. I feel like you did you you did that piece about about your dad and I remember that Tim and it was it was priceless. Oh my God, is it priceless? It's priceless. It's worth it. it just to hear that story. But I promise the rest of the show is great. But that one is just like, oh my, because there's so I much. I appreciate you. To it's it. too bad I don't it's, do it anymore at all. But I appreciate that. <laughs> I need is to that bring true? it you, as it it, it is. A truth within a truth. So there's actually, it's actually way more than I say. And it's even, but you know, I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to get canceled. Right, right. right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I, uh, How and long I ago I saw you? Yeah. That was, say, that was four years, five years. Yeah. It's, it's been about five years. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I have such an appreciation for what both of you do. Um, and when I was training Moz, I'll tell you a funny story. I'm training Moz when they were at the park and, He's like, you know, Lou, I need a break. I, I got to call into the, I think it was the comedy store and laugh factory. He's like, I got to, you know, get get signed up for my sets this week. And, it, you know, it prompted me to kind of go into it. You know, Maz, I, I, I think I'm pretty funny too, buddy. You know, like I said, I, I understand there's a difference between being friend funny and stage funny, but I want to do an open mic night. He's like, you know, you should. He's like, here, let me let me call the show and get set up. And so he's on the phone with the, with the guy, the booking guy or whatever. And then he starts to go into, you know, hey, I'm here with a buddy of mine, my trainer, and, you know, he thinks he's pretty funny and he, he wants to do an open mic night. You know, do we have anything open? And just so happens they had a, a spot available that night. And so he's like, well, wow. we can get him in tonight. Will seven o'clock work? And Moz turns and looks at me and I immediately got there. I was like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, so I just have such a huge appreciation for what you guys do. And. You know, for both of you, you know, creating comedy, getting up on stage and doing comedy, um, it's not an easy task. Uh, and you guys do it, you know, to the best with the best out there. And so I'm, I'm super appreciative and grateful for what you guys do. Uh, you, yeah, I sit at a desk and write it. What what those guys do is really crazy. I email jokes off. So. <laughs> Have you seen Sprung yet on Amazon Freebie? Have you seen Tim's? I, I have not done all full disclosure. I have not seen it yet, but you know oh, what? I, oh, it's really I fun. We're, we're about to get a second season. You, 
it's, you gotta it's watch really it. a fun show. It's hilarious. It's amazing. amazing. It's just it's so yeah. so so great. I love it. Amazing. Well, guys, you know what? We're we're at that point right now. I, I think we've run out of time. Uh, so I want to send a huge shout out to Moz. I know you're listening and follow the show. Moz, thank you for coming on and taking time in your busy travel day today to join us. Tim Stack, again, pleasure to meet you. Thank you, you. sir. Look forward to seeing you again. Thank you, Tehran. Um, and Tehran, I mean, obviously, a, man, a pleasure to see you again. I haven't seen you in so long, but you still, you, you haven't lost a beat. You actually amped it up a notch, uh, which is always nice to see. Uh, man, keep doing what you guys do. Thank you for coming on the show today. And guys, you guys get a chance. Be sure, Sprung on Freebie. Make sure you check it yeah. out and go by. Is, is that the prison one where the guy gets released yes. from prison? Oh, that looks yes. amazing. That yes. one looks amazing. The guy, it's like a pandemic or something. It gets released. Yeah, from he prison gets a or... COVID. They get out because of COVID. Yeah. No, it looks amazing. So, so topical. Good for you. Hey, guys, make sure you get a chance to get by the Laugh Factory. Please. Come by and check Toronto on Thursdays. It's, Every it's, Thursday, 10 o'clock, it is the Tehran Thursday. It is known. It is big comics, big names, big laughs, big fun. It's the I'm, funnest comedy show you'll ever go to. I'm coming. I'm coming the next time. I'll be there. I'll be there the next Thursday. I'm coming. I'm going to try to just bring my own microphone and just hang in the corner and just do my own to see if I can get somebody to turn around. <laughs> I, think I think you'll get thrown out, but you should try it anyway. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Which, which, will be, which will be comedy all in itself. No hey, one's guys. throwing out Big Lou, Tim. Do you understand? He's Big Lou. He can either walk out or we just let him do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> that's, that's like the old, I'm going to get you sucker movie. Like, you can take the window or the stairs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you for joining us. This has been thank you guys. Thanksgiving Day special football roundtable with a little bit of extra involved. I'm Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge. You're a host for today's Thanksgiving Day show with the Jeremiah Show. We'll see you next week. This is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Hi, everybody. I'm Billy Vera, and I'm here to tell you about my memoir. 
My memoir is called Harlem to Hollywood, and it's available at Amazon and just about anywhere great books or even lousy books are sold. But mine's a good one, and I think you'll enjoy it. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.